Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Style That Binds Us podcast. We are very excited to have Ariane Goldman, founder and CEO of Ready to Wear and Beauty brand for before, during, and after pregnancy, Hatch, on our show today. Hatch has been worn by Meghan Markle, Jessica Alba, Carrie Washington, Ashley Graham, Miranda Kerr, Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> Newest own Kate Hudson, Natalie Portman, and so many more. And we can see why the styles are absolutely fabulous, super stylish. They have also been featured in Vogue, Elle, Entrepreneur, Pop Sugar, Forbes, Who, What, Where. I mean, the list goes on and on. Ariane, a huge congratulations to 10 years in business. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. My God, when you make that list, it just, it's so much history of building this brand. It's so wonderful to hear. Thanks for sharing that. Of course. I know it's always so funny. You're like, are they talking about me? (laughs) (laughs) Talk to us about starting your entrepreneurial journey. We're a serial entrepreneur at this point. Yes. So Hatch is my second foray into building a brand. Um, I started my career outside of college um, at American Express, kind of climbing up the corporate ladder for about nine years, taking different jobs as I worked my way up in marketing um, and trying to get sexier and sexier across the way of just being creative and ultimately ended up in global sponsorships, which was a fantastic opportunity for me to meet clients and understand the other side of the business. And um, and yet I still in corporate America felt myself feeling a little claustrophobic claustrophobic and wanting to exert energy in something of my own. And so I enrolled in Parsons at night to kind of, you know, fuel that fire and and feed the engine and see what was coming out of me. And at the time I had just gotten engaged to my beautiful husband, Max, who was a creative as well. And when we were getting married, I noticed that there was a white space in the bridal industry for bridesmaids dresses and for girls to feel really good in their own bodies at, at their best friend's wedding and not invest in a piece that they couldn't wear again after the wedding. And so I created my first brand, Two Birds Bridesmaid, out of the need to just feel consistent with the bride, but have individual style in your choice. And so So it was one dress, one size fits all, um, fits most actually that wraps in 15 different ways across your body. So you can wear it any way you want. And the concept was a huge success. I got on the Martha Stewart show, the phone didn't stop ringing. And I took the concept across the world, opened in Australia and London and Toronto, New York and LA. And it's just a one product business model. That was just a beautiful way for me to get some learnings in what it was like to run a business and really build something from ground up. And it was from there uh, for a couple of years, I was managing that and running it. And then I got pregnant with my first daughter, Charlie. And the light bulb went off again because I found myself completely um, looking for a brand, a partner, a friend in the next journey of my life of pregnancy and was just surprised that there was no one out there speaking to women like myself. And so um, based on that inspiration and the fact that I had tried to fill one white space in the bridal industry, I had the confidence um, and probably the craziness to, to start my second company, which is now Hatch. And that's been 10 years and it's been an incredible evolution from um, idea into a wonderful team making women smile across the world. And it's just fantastic. That is so wonderful. I wish that Hatch had been around when I was pregnant with Delia. There was, it was, there was such limited supply of anything in the least bit. 
Well, that's why I really started it. It was, you know, why should we feel ostracized during 10 months of our lives when we're doing the coolest thing ever? We're having a child and it's no easy feat and our bodies are changing and our emotions are running high. And so brands should be there to say, I've got you and I know what you're about to embark on. So let me tell you how I can help you and provide solutions. And, and there wasn't that. And so that's just what Hatch is. It's, it, you know, Hatch provides both clothing solutions in pieces. The whole premise behind Hatch is that you can wear the clothing before, during, and after pregnancy. So you can invest in pieces that go with you through the change in your body and are really beautifully made and thoughtful. Um, and so you can keep them in your closet and feel really good about your, your, your decision. Um, and then we came out with Hatch Mama, which is our non-toxic beauty line to help us with stretch marks and chap nipples and swollen ankles and all the good stuff that happens during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just been this incredible evolution of building a one-stop shop home base for women, you know, embarking on this next chapter of their lives. And how can, how can we help and provide solutions that are safe and trusted and continue to learn from the community of what's next and what they need from us? Yeah, that's so great because, you know, I remember I've told you the story before when I was like four months pregnant, I really wasn't showing yet, but I wanted to wear pregnancy clothes. I was just so excited about being pregnant. And I, I mean, the cutest thing I had was like a pair of pregnancy overalls. I mean, and they weren't even really cute, <laughs> but you know, it's such a special time in your life and you should not feel cumbersome and unattractive. And, you know, just like you said, you should feel lifted up and beautiful and beautiful, right? I mean, change is beautiful and God, mm. what's more beautiful than creating life and, and, you know, you know, it's just one, one moment turns into a a life change forever and it should be celebrated because it's, again, it's no easy feat. Our bodies are precious and just the mere act of watching your body grow like that. And then the, you know, just the, the female psyche of, of watching your body change and and whether or not you need to bounce back, should you bounce back? What does normal mean anymore? Right. You're giving your your life to, to somebody else. So it's a big moment, you know, and I wanted to provide that comfort and that support and that friendship. Um, in terms of letting people know that they're not alone. And what's been really fascinating is that our community has grown so much over the years. It's, it's a piece of the brand that I never really, really realized was going to be so critical to, to the beauty and the value of what we've created here. And in our, we have a few stores, we have two in New York and one in LA. And in those stores, we've hosted over the years, a lot of educational programming with doulas and lactation support. We've had miscarriage conversations. We've had meetups with women who are pregnant, um, do within the same couple of months of each other. So they have friends and it really enabled us to put smiles on women's faces. That was not associated with a product, but more about the community and the connection. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's been an incredible, uh, layer to the brand to add in this community and see where we can kind of help and support and solve things for women, um, not just with products, but with content and education as well. So important because it's a wonderful thing, but it's a weird thing. Like, no, like you're standing, I remember standing at a party and thinking, and today was like moving in my tummy and thinking no one here. I felt very separate from everybody else, not really in a sad way, but just like, you're sort of alone, but also you have this, this experience that you, you know, it's just so important to have other women to say, same, you know, me too. And, and how exciting it was and not feel sort of separated from everyone around you in that you're experiencing something that no one else in your family is, or your friends at the time, unless, you know, unless they're pregnant. So 
That's exactly it. You're not alone. Other women right. are going through exactly the same thing that you are. And so why not share that? Why not be there for each other and open up that dialogue? That's exactly why we, you know, we, we've added this content and community to the brand to, to foster that conversation and to let people know that they, they don't have to do this on their own. Mm-hmm. Really great. All right. Walk us through your design process. Like what inspires you? How far in advance do you start designing new collections? Do you actually have like collections? How, how does the process go? That's a great question. So our merchandising strategy has changed over the years, but yes, we have new collections all the time. Mm-hmm. And what used to be kind of the, the fashion 101 of how to drop a collection, you have spring and winter right. and fall and all that stuff has changed a lot in the last few years because of the way that people are absorbing information and shopping online and social media. And so new arrivals seems to be really the big win with keeping customers and our audience engaged in what we have to offer them. So I'd say 65% of our businesses are tried and true basics. So leggings and tank tops and bras and underwear and all the stuff that just makes you feel really good foundationally on the inside. And that is evergreen. We don't have to redesign that. We keep iterating on the things that are working best, but fat, like our fundamentals stay the same because they're just really awesome product. Um, so we will come out with new seasonal colors, but typically um, we, we run those 12 months a year. The fashion piece of the business is where I get inspired and it's super fun. And we're really trying to understand, you know, on a, things are changing so much. The, the tastes are changing. The influencers are changing. Um, women are now wearing crop tops with their belly coming out, which is a whole new style perspective and, you know, adapting quickly. We have to design about a year in advance. Um, and that's a long time because trends are changing much faster than that. So to keep on the forefront of what's happening, we really have to be tuned in and design for a lot of different women because the beauty about Hatch is that the common denominator is motherhood. So you can be, you know, a Connecticut girl, you can be a girl in Vermont, you can have lots of different tastes, but still Hatch is talking to you because we're providing you something that makes you feel great when you're pregnant. And so what does that style look like? And, and how, to, how do we kind of react to trends? And so I have a wonderful team that works with me and we come together with inspirations and I let them lead the way in terms of what's trending. And then we talk through it to make sure that it has that Hatch touch. Everything that comes out of Hatch is really designed and, and draped so that you can wear it as your body's changing. So we spend a lot of time with the type of fabric that we're selecting, as mm-hmm. well as the fit. The fit's really critical because our proposition, again, is before, during, and after. So outside of our denim program, which is really for the nine months of maternity, and well, actually postpartum, a lot of women love our jeans as well as they're going back to or getting back to who their new body is going to be. We fit everything so you can wear it again after the baby. And so we take a lot of pride in that, but we're typically starting the design process about a year out. And now we're dropping every six weeks as opposed to four collections a year. We're dropping every six weeks so that we have some newness, smaller drops, but we're going wider in terms of how often we're talking to her. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. And I think looking back as well from my own experience, the after is so important. You know, you're exhausted, you're feeling no telling what you're feeling, depending on if you have postpartum depression and things like that, but overwhelmed. And then your two choices are there jeans that don't fit your, you know, your regular jeans or maternity clothes. And that makes you feel even more out of sorts. You don't really know who you are except for a feeding machine. So to have some clothes that you've designed to move into that in-between time, give you some time to, as you just go through the process naturally is really lovely. 
It's so true. We call it here the fourth trimester because you're still in it. And, you know, everybody's obsessed with the baby when, when that baby's born, but mm-hmm. we like to still focus on you as the woman. What about you? You're, you're right. You're giving everything, including like the, the, you know, everything coming out of your body is going to the baby. Your body's not back in shape. And often women are neglected during this time. And so the fourth mm-hmm. trimester allows us to kind of say, it's okay to think about you. It's okay to, you know, have these pieces that make you feel good. They're natural. They're organic. You can have the baby next to them, but you can feel like celebrated because you're feeling special when you're putting something on and the lotions and the potions and the creams that make you feel better and, and repair soon and, and get back on your feet. You know, that's where we come in and say, we've got you. Um, you're not alone, even though you're smiling and crying and losing oh, sleep yeah. because this is the most amazing moment. Right. It's amazing, but it is, it is very dramatic, you know, I mean, Intense. yeah. Yeah, you don't even remember to to go to the bathroom. I mean, you know, you're just so wrapped up in all all of that. So love that you take that so seriously. And I didn't realize that two birds was just one style. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you believe it? I mean, the, the golden product, one dress that wraps at least I say 15 ways, but it's actually like over 50 ways. We used to have contests with the stores that carry the dress <laughs> on how many different ways this, the staff can come up that are innovative and unique. And it's just um, such a wonderful thing to be able to offer women something that they can choose their own adventure with, right? It's an actual product that works. And no matter how, you know, what your body type is, it celebrates your figure. And so it's really interesting how both concepts that I've created are really about making women smile during these moments in life where they have to make a decision on what to buy. And um, I'm really proud that both are investments because you can wear them again and again. One thing you might not know is that two birds is called two birds because you're killing two birds with one dress because you're going to wear it again after the wedding. So um, it's the same premise to invest in pieces that take you through different journeys in your life as a woman. So smart. It is. And it's so nice that you have an observation and most people are like, oh, that would be really nice if what I'm going through, if there was a company for that, but you actually create the company. (laughs) I can't tell you how many people have said over time, you know, I had that idea. I had that idea. And at the end of the day, I applaud all ideas, but you know, to get out of bed and do it and face the headwinds day by day and to actually have the to do it is a totally different game. And so, you know, my advice for people who have an idea is stop talking about it and just do something every day that gets that snowball going. So true. And then with your products, you have such sharp price points. Will you talk to us about when you were determining the price points, what was important to you? Yeah. So I launched Hatch, um, what I like to call upstairs a bit with an aspirational price point, because I wanted to make sure that quality and fabric choice and a bit of luxury was included in the experience. Everything we put out there is incredibly thoughtful and the fabrics that we choose are chosen for a reason. So they come at a premium. And so um, while we are aspirationally priced, I do feel like the value and the investment of the before, during and after is holds true. And if you compare it to contemporary brands and what you could be buying separately, we're actually the quality of what we're providing. Nothing in our line is over $358, even our like head to toe cashmere. And that's really extraordinary. Um, they're beautiful pieces and our hatch mama non-toxic, the clean beauty line um, also is very competitively priced. What happened in the last year was really an amazing move for us as well. Um, we have partnered with target on a line called the nines by hatch, which 
which now offers these solutions and the hatch aesthetic and philosophy um, to target gas exclusively at target in the United States for a, um, a really good price point, enabling us to reach more women um, at a tremendous value. And so now we have hatch kind of what I call upstairs and we have target, which reaches way more women at a more affordable price point. And so it's a really proud moment that our philosophy can reach women no matter you know what they're, they're willing to spend on clothes. It's, it's, it's it's a really great ability to say, women, you know, girls, we've got you <laughs> on every level at every corner. So smart. And it's great that it's a target because target is where women go to get things for everyone else but themselves, pretty much. Exactly. So exactly. to be able to go there and and get something like that is is really helpful. Absolutely. Yeah, I always go into Target with an intention to like pick up batteries and I walk out a couple hundred oh, hours later and I'm like, absolutely. what did I just do? <laughs> absolutely. It is a very dangerous place for sure. I know. I'm interested to know about the fabrications. Like you, you talked about things that, uh, being next to your skin and going on your skin and baby skin and all of that kind of stuff. How, does, how do you go about figuring that out? Yeah, well, sustainability is obviously really incredibly important. And um, we are making tremendous moves to become more and more sustainable as we go. Um, it's an expensive transition. So we're taking yes. it piece by piece, but it's a promise that we've made and it's who we want to be. Um, but where we've started is to play with organic fabrics um, in the fourth trimester collection, because that's where the baby is there and touching your skin. And so um, we take tremendous pride in those fabrications, the cottons, and then of course, across the creams, the non-toxic, everything is safe. Everything's thoughtful and proven. And so we stand behind all the selection of our ingredients and our fabrics to make sure that women feel good about what they're putting next to their babies, you know, in the fourth trimester, but also as we go into leggings and we go into different technologies, really making sure that sustainability is at the forefront. So we're not hundred percent there yet, but we're on our way and step-by-step step, we're doing a really great job of making that change. Well, I'm so proud of you. And we, you know, hear this a lot from designers and we really feel for everybody because you can't just say, sure, I want to be, yeah, we'll be sustainable now. It's very expensive and it does take a long time and it is step-by-step. It's also, you know, so interesting. It's an interesting journey that you're taking when you learn about what's coming next and, you know, who knows what fabrics will be like, you know, a couple of years from now. So, and, and also, you know, products um, with clean beauty and everything. So we really applaud that you are on that track. I think it's great and hope everybody does and they don't feel too pressured to do it too quickly because there's so much to learn and it is really expensive. Well, yeah, not to mention, absolutely. So our packaging is sustainable and, and now we're getting into trying to make the collection fully sustain, you know, right. organic and sustainable. So it, we're moving in that direction, but remember we're in a funny time right now with supply chain issues as well. Yes. So if you add that to the macro environment of making these choices, you know, we're just, it's, it's a game of whack-a-mole really. On top of everything, we've had some tremendous supply chain issues um, happening as everybody else around us is. And so fortunately, we're diversified in different countries, um, producing products um, where they're best done abroad. 
but we've definitely been hit. And, you know, it just, it's, it's a constant whack-a-mole game of just figuring out how to get product out there to our customers um, while just watching and supporting our wonderful partners in the factories that are going through their own individual, um, you know, crises across and abroad. So day by day, we're just, um, we're just monitoring that and continuing to kind of plow through and make sure that we, um, you know, we can react as fast as possible. I think the trick of the game here is to be as nimble as possible and figure out how to produce potentially bringing in raw goods to the States and having it produced here, cut and sewn here, um, and really just figuring out how to beat the system, even though <laughs> the system seems mm-hmm. to be um, under a lot of pressure right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Instead of saying, I can't believe this is happening. It's like, okay, it's happening. And this is what we're going to do today. You right. Have to be, yeah. You have to be in reactive action mode. You can't just mm-hmm. kind of wallow because nothing right. will be productive that way. Right. Exactly. We are so excited to hear about the Target collection. So is it called the Nines by Hatch? Yeah, it's called the Nines by Hatch. And obviously the Nines is both nine months, but also dressing to the Nines. Oh, um, Yeah, so it's a concept um, Target approached us to help them um, really define um, style for maternity, and we were so excited. And so we've brought our Hatch philosophy to Target um, with an exclusive collection available at Target. And um, we are developing four collections a year with them, and it's just been a wonderful partnership and the fanfare is fantastic. I think if anyone's like me, I like to shop high low and and I love to go to Target and mix a little luxury in there and the two of them together it feels just like the right mix for, you know, the new mom who's who's looking to get pampered and feel good about herself with with stylish solutions out there. So, um our collection has been live with them since February and we're about to drop our spring collection in about a month or so, which I'm really excited about. It's fantastic. Mm. Well, congratulations. We applaud you and we are thrilled to hear about that. So going back to your previous career before Hatch, what knowledge from working at Amex and Two Birds Bridesmaid have you applied to this new business or to Hatch? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think working in corporate America, I never really understood the value until the last couple of years of just working in a larger organization um, what would stick with me. And now that Hatch is growing um, and we're really, you know, being structured and going from a startup into a small company into a, you know, a middle-sized company. Um, so much of just understanding how structure works and how taking care of employees and what that means to productivity and success for the company comes from the experience I had there. And so I'm so grateful for having that training for all those years and never thought that it would be as applicable as it is, but now I'm really feeling it. And that was American Express with two birds. That was my God, that was my raw foray into entrepreneurship. So I learned the hard way what it was like to ship thousands of dresses to a big box retailer and you know have them return to vendor because they didn't sell right away. I've, I've had a lot of hardships that kind of got me wise and and hardened me up a little bit for the bigger picture of Hatch, which obviously is, um, you know, on its own flight and, and, and a different, a different beast, but a beautiful one. So I think experience in any form just adds to wisdom, adds to confidence, 
um, when you've been there and done that, it's, you know, and, and, and the hardships come or, or the challenges come, you, you have a way of, um, knowing how to handle them better. And I'm consistently working on getting stronger as a leader and I'm going through coaching and, and working with my team, um, to just kind of be the best leader and, and really grow a business into a, you know, a new world that I, I've never run a, such a large company and it's only getting bigger. So I'm excited about that challenge ahead. We talk to us more about the coaching. Sure. Um, so I, I'm fortunate enough to be an entrepreneur and a business owner in New York. And so the community here of not only female entrepreneurs, but just wonderful people, men and women who've started their own businesses over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of community events that have, you know, I've, I've met some wonderful friends that have turned into advisors. And so we really rely on each other and I get to to pick their brain if they're a couple of months or years ahead of me, um, looking if I'm launching a new business or a new category, um, I can ask them in advance for any advice. And that's been super helpful. One of the major recommendations that came my way was to get a CEO coach a few years ago. And it's one of the most valuable additions to my world. He's fantastic. And I'm not allowed to talk about my husband or my kids or my personal life with him. I really talk about business and who I want to be as a leader. And it's been truly game-changing to just kind of take that time and reflect and get the tools um, and think about what it looks like to be an effective leader um, and to grow a company from point A to point C and what tools I need to get there. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that help. Mm, that really, really, really sounds like it is very important for you because you are headed, you know, you're getting bigger and bigger, like you said. So it's wonderful to have someone to to let you know what's coming next and how you can deal with it and things like that so I'm an entrepreneur at heart, right? I like to figure out where people need solutions and make them and make them as best as possible. But running a company and being a CEO is a totally different tool set. And so, you know, when I felt my loins, you know, and, and said, oh, I need to create product. It's very different from saying, oh, I need to be CEO of a fast growing company. <laughs> so that's where I need, you know, the help yes. and the tools because, you know, it is a new, it's a new, um, it's new shoes for me. And so right. I got to figure out how to wear them and how to wear them well. You do. And you're going to serve as an example to so many other women. So that's even, you know, more reason to get it right and get all the help you can. So you feel confident enough to go out there and, and do this as you um, expand your business. So it's very exciting. I mean, it's a hard time right now, but it's really exciting. The future is, perhaps, is. I feel like the yeah. future is bright. We just got to get through yeah. the present. <laughs> That's, right. That's exactly right. Talk to us about the retail stores. I walked by one of them in the last month and I was so excited to see it. Yeah. The retail stores are so wonderful. It's a beautiful extension of the brand, you know, at a time when D2C was really at the beginning and, and on the rise, everybody was asking is retail dead is retail dead. And I'm a firm believer as a consumer, um, that going into a store and having a good experience and touching and feeling the product is critical. And I also believe that the product should be way better in person than it should be online um, to really kind of satisfy you know, the proposition that it, you know, that you're offering as a brand. And so the retail stores for Hatch have been kind of the scratch and sniff opportunity of lighting the right candle, playing the right music, having the fabric speak for themselves, bringing you into a little world that um, makes you feel special and connected and making sure that our team in inside the store are educated and equipped to kind of hold your hand through your, your, you know, what am I going to be looking like at month five at month eight, really walk you through your experience and helping you kind of understand 
and what to shop for. And then some of our favorite, my favorite moments in the stores are these little surprise and delights. Like we have a cravings bar in every store. So we have um, ice cream and pickles and candy that are available at every store. Complimentary. You can walk in, just (laughs) fill a bag and walk out. But it's just a little nod to saying like, come on in. You might be craving something. We've got it for you. So I love these stores so much, not only from the experience they're offering, but you know, we've also been doing a lot of programming out of there mm-hmm. that has enabled women to come in and feel connected and learn more from all these wonderful educators that we bring in. So it's, it's really, these retail locations have served twofold for us, both mm-hmm. in building community and also offering our product in person one-on-one. And while right now retail is suffering, obviously because of travel, traffic um, out there and just people, it's easier to click to buy as opposed to walk into a store for safety reasons. Of course, I firmly believe in a retail strategy where we should have, you know, a hatch in, you know, all major cities that, uh, that our customer is in. So she can just come in and, and have that experience one-on-one. I just think it's, it's, it's imperative. I really do. And I think that the store, and then when you get to the store and then when you have these opportunities for education and community and everything, you've taken your business to a con- completely different place. People have an idea in their mind of what hatch is this warm, welcoming feeling. Whereas when you just sit in your bed and order something online, it comes, that's great. You try it on. Yes, it works. You put it in your drawer, but you don't have this necessarily emotional attachment. And I think that's what in-person small retail stores can offer people. I'm totally with you. I I totally agree. And I don't think that's ever going to go away. I hope it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't. Everything's going inside a computer. I still appreciate the outside experience. Absolutely. Oh, yes. So do we. We're getting a little bit like this whole metaverse thing is a little scary (laughs) to think about. Oh my God, Bibi, what did you crave? Were you craving ice cream? Was I making you eat ice cream? I craved, <laughs> yes, I definitely craved ice cream, but it was coffee ice cream. There was a Baskin Robbins right near our house. And every day I just sort of went by there on the way home. And when I talked to my doctor about it, I said, do I need to quit eating, eating the ice cream because of the coffee, because of, <laughs> because of the, um, you know, the stimulant? And he said, no. You need to quit eating the ice cream because you're going to gain too much weight. So I had to pull that back. But grapes, I also craved grapes for some reason. Um, I don't know what that was about. Maybe hydration. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, you never know. So I would like to hear about your experience with fundraising and also if you had any pushback since pregnancy is only nine months, maybe you only get pregnant once. So many women get pregnant every single year, but I'm curious if there were any men that you spoke to that had hesitations about the business maybe. It's an excellent question. So fundraising. So I'm a brand builder in my eyes from ground up. So I spent the first six years of building hatch grassroots brick by brick um, of making sure that we were profitable and making more money every year than we were spending, Um, which it was a wonderful way to have the discipline to grow the brand. And I really took it across the country with trunk shows to listen to my customers and um, hear like what they needed from hatch and create product based on those kind of pseudo focus groups. And it was at that point that the business was growing really beautifully that I realized if we invested some money into the brand, um, we could really energize it and, and 
blow it out and, and really start to accelerate accelerate growth. And so I did a, a seed round um, about six years into Hatch where I, I call it a friends and family round, but they weren't really my friends or family. I call it friends and family because it was anyone strategic that I could kind of phone a friend. So I asked somebody who was really good in retail, somebody that was good on websites, someone that was good with product and manufacturing and created a little group of people to invest in me where they had expertise in areas that I was, I was really needing some help. And that was a wonderful way of getting, you know, the investment track off the ground. I raised about a million dollars through this kind of strategic friends and family. And that allowed me to really start to invest in digital advertising, think about um, building Hatch Mama and start to hire people that were going to help me grow the business. And that first round of funding helped me also identify where I needed help because, you know, going in and pitching, doing a song and dance on financial, you know, on a financial raise is a total full-time job. And you also have to run the business and take care of your employees and make sure the product is good and pack the boxes and all that good stuff. And so I knew that as we were growing and wanted to get another round of more serious investment, I needed help in the room to kind of, um, you know, do the song and dance with me and really get in front of investors. And that's when I did the exercise of identifying what I love to do and where I'm really bringing value to the brand and then where the areas I could use help and have somebody else kind of partner with me on that. And that's when I found my wonderful COO, Lindsay, who really handles operations and finance for the company and does all the good stuff that I don't necessarily want to do, or I'm very good at. Um, And together she um, is my partner on helping me grow the business. And from when she started, we then decided to go out and raise um, a series A, which was a $5 million round. Um, and then we developed a board of directors and, and just kind of started to get really structured and get our ducks in a row to, to really scale the business. And that's where we are today, which has been, you know, an interesting road from an LTV standpoint, which means lifetime value. We definitely always get pushed back. A lot of people, you know, say this is only nine or 10 months of a woman's life. We want more long longevity. It's just so fascinating though, because what we're finding is that our loyalty is so strong and that we're getting a woman to be engaged with us when she's thinking about becoming a mom through um, our content platform, Babe, through um, some of our educational programming and infertility discussions, all of that good stuff leading into just the conversation of motherhood. And then we are getting her through her pregnancy with all of our great solutions and all that product. And keeping her engaged with us after she has the baby with fourth trimester. And then we really talk to her and continue the conversation through motherhood, um, through babe and our content and our products into her next pregnancy. So our LTV with customers is a couple of years, which is fantastic. It's not just this finite period of time. Um, on top of the fact that, like you said, there's an incoming freshman class of pregnant women every year. And so that revolving door just keeps feeding us more and more customers. So there's an upside there as well. So, um, lifetime value for us isn't an issue. It's really just how long can we talk to her and be relevant to her and make her journey that much more special through solutions. And so we're doing a great job of capturing her and becoming a new mom is not going anywhere. So pregnancy is not going anywhere. And especially through the pandemic, we're seeing a boom over here. So um, there's lots of customers to make happy. Well, also I think about all the future grandmothers and, and, and baby showers and, you know, gifting and things too that that come from all the baby showers, all all of the things where people will be shopping hatch. It's not just the women that are pregnant themselves. No, in fact, twenty percent of our customers, as we know it, are not pregnant. So that's both gifting and then women who just love our design philosophy and our fabric selections and and love 
um, the silhouettes and they buy it anyway. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And I can imagine that quite easily. So now let's talk about those beauty products. Oh, Hatch Mama. It's one of my favorite things. Our belly oil is, it's unbelievable. We've sold tens of thousands of this belly oil and it's just the most yummy, luxurious oil that comes in a beautiful bottle. When I designed the bottle, I wanted it to be kind of an art piece that you wanted next to your dresser that when you would wake up in the morning, hopefully having slept a little bit, you could look over and say, wow, that makes me feel good to have that on my dresser. And so the belly oil just sells out nonstop. And um, we have wonderful partners who are wholesaling it for us now. And it's one of our top drivers. And then we have our fantastic belly mask, which we invented, which is the sheet mask that goes on your belly. So you can kind of have a spa day at home and treat your belly like you would your face and your baby and sit in bed and just relax and have this yumminess, um, hydrate and nourish your belly and help you with stretch marks and all that good stuff. So I'm really proud of the belly mask. It was an awesome invention and we, you know, we can't keep them in stock. It's incredible. And then we have some other great products like our down girl, um, anti-swell foot lotion, which is amazing. And our nipple and lip, which is bomb. That just makes you feel yummy, both, um, on your lips. And then obviously when you're nursing your chap nipples, just really thinking about all the ailments that we face and how we can bring luxury and yumminess to make them feel better, obviously in a safe way and, you know, owning, running the, the beauty business simultaneously with the fashion has been really incredible, not only from a learning curve standpoint of understanding kind of shelf life and supply chain when it comes to beauty, but also being able to continue the conversation with her in another category and letting her know that Hatch is that one-stop shop for everything she needs. So it's been a wonderful addition. We just came out with deodorant because deodorant, we we did research and deodorant's one of the first things that women change um, in terms of their regimen when they decide, when they learn that they're pregnant, obviously. Um, and so we can talk to her very early early on in her pregnancy with deodorant and belly oil and really get her to start to change her regimen with some of our products. And then as her buttons pop on her jeans and, you know, she needs leggings, we, we work with her on, on, on what can wardrobe her and give her the solutions and essentials she needs to get through it. You know, that belly mask is so interesting. And I think, you know, how we all struggle when a baby is born, everyone struggles about what to, you know, what to get, what, what to get, what size is the baby and all that kind of stuff. But that would be a fabulous gift to give when a baby is born, give it to the mama. Yeah. So we have some kits, like kits are great for us. So we have like belly besties and mama must haves, and it's just kind of all these luxuries in a little box that just make you feel great. So for shower gifts and you can give them to yourselves, you know, we often laugh that Q4, which is holiday season for hatch, isn't like Christmas for us. It's mother's day. That's really our Christmas because over the holidays, women are thinking about everybody else, right? Oh, yeah. So come January, they're remind, you know, they they're back in their, in their skin saying now, what about me? And so January through mother's day is usually our high season, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. That's really fun. It is. And I'm so glad to hear about the infertility and the miscarriage, all of that. I was curious about your brand is all about this wonderful time in life. And then there's also so many women that you read about that struggle with wanting that time of life, but they haven't gotten there yet. So I'm glad to hear that you have events and resources for them too. Yeah. I mean, personally, I went through two miscarriages and, you know, felt 
like it was taboo to talk about it. And, you know, then given the opportunity to create this brand and the platform for conversation mm-hmm. to allow women to know that they're not alone and going through this is really the, the primary focus of the brand is to make sure that people know they're supported. And so it's been an honor to, to open up that conversation and to, to let people know that, that there's others out there going through similar moments. Mm-hmm. You're just doing such a phenomenal job and we're thankful that you are here Mm -hmm. and are doing the work and allowing yourself to be vulnerable so that others know that they're not alone. That's the goal. Thanks. It's been so lovely talking to you. Oh my goodness. Yes. So in one of the last questions, do you have any advice that you'd like to share with entrepreneurs or even maybe new moms? (laughs) (laughs) Well, new moms, let's see, you're going to get through it. There's no book you can read to tell you how to be a perfect mama because perfection doesn't exist. In my eyes, it's about love and support and the times get really hard and you think that you're never going to get through it and you do. So just hang in there um, and, you know, lean on your community. And if you don't have the community right around you, pick up a podcast or um, there's so much wonderful access to people and support groups out there via the internet that I just think it's a new world of support. So, so try and look for it if you need it. And then in terms of entrepreneurs, go for the gold life is short. So if you have an idea, like I said earlier, do one thing every day that gets that snowball going, because ultimately if it builds momentum, you're not going to look back and you can always say that you tried, even if it doesn't work out and, um, it's worth that effort just to, just to know you gave it a shot. Great advice. Great advice. What is next for you and Hatch? Oh, great question. Well, um, we are going to hopefully open more stores. We are um, investing heavily in Babe by Hatch, which is uh, our content platform. It's been such a huge source of conversation. And as we've been speaking, this community content um, angle of Hatch has just been very rewarding on both fronts. So investing there, um, continuing to support fourth trimester and, um, and really just we've set up pillars across the home base of motherhood to continue to scale and grow and, and really make sure that we're, we're listening and um, giving women what they need, you know, especially as tastes and preferences are changing, just making sure that we're nimble and we're quick and we can create product that people, you know, enjoy and, and helps them. Well, I know it really is. And we will definitely include a shoppable blog post in the show notes, a link to that. But will you tell us where people can find you, Hatch, and Two Birds? Of course. So it's at Hatch Collection. Uh, I'm sorry, it's at Hatch Gal on Instagram. And it's hatchcollection.com. And then it's at Two Birds New York on Instagram as well and twobirdsnewyork.com. Of course, we have our three stores. We have two in New York, one on the Upper East Side and one in um, Soho, and then one um, right outside of Brentwood Country Mart in LA. So come visit us in person. We've got a cravings bar for everybody. Oh my gosh, so fun. Oh, maybe one day we can host an event with you in one of the stores. Oh, we would love that. Please, let's do that. That would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be so much fun. Our girls, our community would absolutely would love that. That would be really so, so enlightening to them. Thank you so very much for taking this time with us to tell everybody about your amazing brand. And we can't wait to see where you're going to go because big things are already happening. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. Stay safe. Thank you for having me and, and so much love. All righty. You too. 
Thank you for tuning into this episode on the Style That Binds Us podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to tell a friend and subscribe. You can be a part of growing with us. Also, do you know about our weekly newsletter? You'll get access to exclusive content in our newsletter that we don't post anywhere else. Our newsletter comes out every Tuesday with the exception of the third Thursday of the month for Allison's special Celebrating Life After 40 edition. Head to the bottom of the Style That Binds Us website to subscribe.